Welcome, everyone, to episode nine of The Knockout. We are beginning round two of the season, and I got to tell you, I normally love the introductions and um, all that, and I love this one particularly much, although I was a little bit frustrated right when I had to rework the intro because the original person who was supposed to be um, arguing for Batman Beyond couldn't continue. And just then, I started having problems with my iMovie and those things, and so I almost couldn't do the upgrade. And that was the biggest problem of my life. For two days, I almost didn't have a computer. It was tough until I finally got things working again. So that's my five-second rant. I wanted to make sure that I just got in there just because of how much difficulty it gave me. I had to put it in there. <laughs> so please welcome into the matchup, Not Near Mint, who is arguing for Batman Beyond as a substitute. So welcome, Rob. Thank you. He gets a second chance at season two. So he is very lucky. And the comic collector who is arguing for Bloodshot, the guy that I've learned a little bit more about and hope to learn some more. So welcome, everyone. Thank you guys for showing up. It's been a lot of fun. How are you guys doing? Doing great. Doing good, yep. He was showing off your uh, first appearance of uh, Ghost Rider and all that. And mm -hmm. Superman, yeah, over, Superman over there is jealous, apparently. <laughs> Well, so. what I'm most jealous of is he's more of a raw collector like I am. So I'm just, my my heart is overwhelmed. You, yeah, yeah. I, a lot of these books I've actually, uh, I've cracked out of cases, either because I'm not happy with the grade and looking at it with that book because it looks too good or to get it signed. Yeah. All right. So last time in episode eight, I forgot to mention the one official challenge for uh, Rob and Life with Two YouTubers, but uh, it wasn't needed in either case. It was a very close matchup. In fact, it resulted in the first ever official tie on the knockout in which we had to do a tiebreaker vote. So for the first time ever, I got to complete every single step of the knockout and its rules. And so it was an interesting experience for us. So as usual, like I said, for season two, we have one official, one official challenge for both contestants where if one person says has an argument that the other person doesn't like or a technique that they don't feel applies or a helping hand, however they do it, whatever the case, it's up to them to officially um, challenge. And I, as a judge, will listen and each person presents their best argument and then I will decide who gets to carry forward their argument or suppress it. So. Anything else we want to add before we go into opening arguments? Just one thing I will say is I'm going to try to be more lenient. With the, I haven't had to use it yet, but I think in this one uh, especially, I'll try to be more lenient with uh, with that challenge because uh, I, I little kind of smack talk, but also truth. I think anything that Batman Beyond has to bring that would be a challenge. I think Bloodshot might have some more to bring. So feel free to fire away with that. All right. All right, so since you appeared on the screen first, do you want to open the first round of the opening argument, the first round of closing, or do you want to go last? It's um, first come, first Well, I'll go ahead and open, I guess, get it out of the way. All right, Bloodshot will open his round here and uh, take her away whenever you want. All right, so uh, if you've seen me on the first season of this or even in my last round, I normally have a comic to show off with me, but Bloodshot's so new that he doesn't really have that many keys, and I've already showed off much on Warrior 4 and Rise 0, so if you want to see that, go back and check the last one, but uh, I would recommend you go see the, the newest run of it, because it's been really good. Um, and Bloodshot is one of those characters you don't really hear that much about, but I really think Bloodshot 
has a chance to take on just about anybody and at least stand a decent chance. Um, and Batman Beyond is an interesting matchup because in a lot of ways they're very, very similar matchups um, where Batman Beyond's assets come in a suit, um, Bloodshot's come and his nanites that are in his blood. And uh, of course, Bloodshot's powers have evolved over the years, so I'll be going off of the most recent iteration of Bloodshot, which has been in that recent series, but Bloodshot has a lot of tools at his disposal. While Batman Beyond has quite a few, I think Bloodshot has more, and they're improved upon it. Uh, for example, he has uh, a cloaking, uh, a matter of cloaking himself, uh, um, which doesn't just go beyond uh, invisibility. Uh, which is brought about by the bending of light practically around him, so you really can't see him. But it's also he emits, a f or well, at least the nanites emit a pheromone, so that you can't detect him or the nanites. So if you try to scan, uh, he'll be cloaked not only visually, but also uh, the scent will also do that for any sort of superhumans that might have that ability. Um, and not only that, but Bloodshot, of course probably the biggest factor that he has over Batman Beyond is while Batman Beyond has uh, super strength, he has uh, enhanced agility, um, Bloodshot has those exact same things, but he also has a healing factor. So Bloodshot has survived being written half. He has survived being practically disintegrated, and he's been able to come back from it. Um, and while his healing factor is an instant, much like Wolverine's, it is still a healing factor, and that is something that Batman Beyond does not have. Once you work your way through that suit, you're hitting Terry, and Terry's not going to heal from that, depending on the wound, possibly for years, if, you know, ever, in case it puts him down. Whereas Bloodshot, he can heal as much as he wants. It may get to a point where he needs to replenish that, but he can heal as much as he wants, and that's something that Terry doesn't have at his disposal. And with his nanites, uh, of course, he has outside influences that he can use to enhance the nanites the way they are, so the base power of the nanites can still be enhanced. It's just that Ray himself, Bloodshot, does not have that ability uh, to do that. And as he moves along in his life, he continues to discover more tricks that he can use, and the people that he meets, he discovers new tricks. One new trick that he has is pretty much he can slip between dimensions. And that's, again, brought out in the most recent run of Bloodshot. At will, he can slip from this reality into a pocket dimension to escape anything that he may need uh, or to get the jump on you, if need be. Um, and with his nanites, not only comes super strength and super agility, but super reflexes. And that goes along with his past, of course, being a soldier. So while, yes, Terry, is of course he's a hardened fighter at this point if we're going with uh, most recent he's been trained by bruce uh very similar to one of the robins and of course he's been hardened over the years in his fighting ability uh the same can be said for bloodshot except bloodshot before he got this uh these nanites and this ability and became bloodshot he was a soldier he was in the military and a really good one um he did end up getting killed in battle but he still had that before he had that experience in battle and he's only grown better and quicker and stronger. So while yes, Terry is quick, Terry has great reflexes, Bloodshot has the same, if not better, and he has 
the strength to back it up as well. So he can hit you back and whatever hits he has, he can absorb it and just hand it right back to you. So, uh, but not to go on for too long or to try to complicate things for too much. I think I'll just leave it there for now and uh, see what gets thrown back bloodshots way. All right, thank you very much. Your turn, Batman. Thank you. That was a great, great opening, Counselor. Uh, you know what? I love Bloodshot. Bloodshot's a great character. Introduced back in the 90s, same, if not almost the same time as Batman Beyond. Now, Terry McGinnis has been trained by the greatest ninja who ever lived, Bruce Wayne, the Batman. Due to this fact, Batman always wins. 100 plus different fighting techniques boiled down and taught to various uh, protégés over the years until finally the last protégé, Terry McGinnis. With the reflexes of a teenager, he learned all these techniques. He has Batman in his ear, much like how Batman once had Alfred or even um, uh, Oracle. But now, fast forward, let's say they're both adults, both of them are well-trained, neither are going to surprise one another because, let's say it, Bloodshot has the nanites in his skin, it's not exactly like he can hide himself all that well from Batman. He might be able to do it the first time, but initially he'll find a trace bit of evidence where he can track back exactly where Bloodshot, when, how, why, uh, he exists, his nanites, uh, and retroactively decide to, well, we'll just call it science it. Star Trek like to do it. We'll just science it so that, well, Batman, over to Terry. You're going to head him out on over to the building, third to your left. Okay, over there we have a nuclear reactor that's settled upon the exact coordinates of his thermal exoskeleton. Once we get him in there, we can fry his components and send him to Bell Reeve. Over and out, Batman. That's pretty much how that fight would go. Over awesome. Very good, very good. So I do look forward to this, you know, two interesting characters and all that. So so feel free to take her away however you want. I don't really have a... Uh, well, we'll start like this way. I'll start off way. How Batman Beyond suit can turn invisible. How does Bloodshot gonna find Batman Beyond if he can't see him? How is he supposed to fight him? So, there's the ball. Take her away and play the game. So, well, sure. Um, well, going off of uh, your question first, and then I had something I did want to uh, to throw Batman Beyond's way. Um, when it comes to concealing yourself uh, with a suit. I mean, Bloodshot himself doesn't need to see Terry McGinnis. Uh, I'm not specifically sure what it is that Terry's, or what the suit exactly does to make himself invisible, um, be it, it's probably refraction of some sort, um, but whatever it is, I would trust the Nanite to be able to find him um, and to be able to seek him out. Um, Whereas I don't know that Batman Beyond would be able to do it that easily because, as I mentioned, the nanites do put out a, a pheromone that would be able to get to Terry himself so that it'd be a little bit harder to find him, uh, if near impossible. Um, but one thing that you did mention was you brought in Bruce to it, which I told you to go ahead and throw me wherever you need. And to be fair, I'm kind of glad you did because Bloodshot has a lot more at his disposal than Terry does. Sure, he has Bruce Wayne, Batman, um, but 
realistically bloodshot's best thing that he could have brought in as other people because i i tried to to kind of tease it in that his nanites have a lot to offer that he himself cannot unlock or has not yet unlocked uh one important character that was again introduced in the most recent series eidolon she is basically a psychic trained to find locate and put down people that have been nanite enhanced like bloodshot what they didn't count on was Eidolon to actually kind of fall in love with Bloodshot and be one of his greatest allies. And with Eidolon's help, he uh, is able to not only cloak himself even better, he can put out a sonic scream that is, it's basically overloading your senses, be it smell, taste, sound. And it's described as putting the person in a high for, I think, four days so that basically they're incapacitated for several days not only that he can clone himself and make several of himself and it's not like a typical shadow wing where it's just one person that's there and they can't do anything i'm talking about he can self-replicate as in one second you'll be fighting one bloodshot and the next second you'll be fighting 20 bloodshots and that doesn't drain down bloodshot's power because eidolon is drawing from her own power to do that, which is an insane reserve bank of basically what is a top level, what would be classed as a uh, Jean Grey level uh, mega mutant, mega telekinetic um, in terms of technology. And with Eidolon at his disposal, Bloodshot basically has infinite power and can do whatever he wants. He's basically 50s Superman and I think that that provides him more of an edge than Bruce Wayne could ever do, just talking to Terry. Okay. Uh, I love how you laid the record there, the comic collector. That is all very, very valid points. And it's at this point that I'm going to use my motion to strike the preceding testimony due to the fact that I will uh, limit myself and I will put this stipulation that Batman is now dead. It is now just Harry McGinnis. Bruce Wayne is off the table. He's not receiving any assistance because if I want to use this stipulation as such, uh, I already know that Bloodshot could grab Pete Stanchek and just completely mind wipe him. Batman could grab Zatanna and mind wipe uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot's already been mind wiped multiple times. It's not like he's all there. He's a noir hero through and through uh, that can never remember who he is. And whenever he does, it just limits him that much more of a character to become human. And being human doesn't make for a good mercenary. And he's a mercenary. He's a good killer. Batman... Well, this Batman, he doesn't have anybody to rely on anymore. Anymore, He doesn't have an Oracle. He doesn't have Robin. He doesn't have anybody. He just has a suit. And what can his suit do? Well, whatever the writer wants him to do. Or whatever it doesn't want him to do, if it helps for the storyline and the plot. So, in the end, no matter what, due to the fact of reader demand, it's usually going to fall to Batman beyond Terry McGinnis. Uh, while Bloodshot is a fantastic character, can regenerate he can get caught and he has been caught and caught and caught and yeah ninjack will break him out or one of his buddies will break him out he will always learn he'll always get better but in a one-on-one -on -one fight to begin with sure i'll give it to to a uh, bloodshot but on the second time go around well terry mcginnis never makes a mistake a second time okay. 
So is that a challenge? Just to clarify, were you using a challenge or I wasn't 100% sure? Not necessarily. Okay, you're just Okay. I'm just stating that I'm not limiting. I'm limiting myself, handicapping myself by taking uh, Bruce Wayne and all of his supporting characters off the table because Batman has a large family and Valiant has a large universe. So I don't want to hinder it by getting in the weeds of uh, peripheral characters. This is just a head on head match Terry okay. McGinnis versus Bloodshot. All right. Sounds good. So. How so? How is um just back over to you, comic collector? How um, Bloodshot has his nanotech and all that. Is that more advanced than um Terry's bat suit, which is like fifty years in the future compared to Bloodshot? I mean, it seems to me like you know a I'm you know it seems to me like a flat screen TV versus the dial TV. You know, one's just better. You know, one's just better. Um, I I mean that's that's a fair comparison, except. Uh, I think you have it backwards, and instead of a flat screen TV, I would say it's a nano TV that can come out of your wrist and attach itself to the wall wherever it wants and uh -huh. display whatever channel you want for free. Um, because, and we, we talked about this last time uh, in, in the last battle I had, which obviously didn't go well for the other guy, but um, <laughs> the, the suit difference uh, when it comes to the DC universe. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think it's a fair comparison because they're two completely different universes that, uh, I mean, if you read any Valiant comic book, you will see that if we're talking both are current modern day, Valiant now, the scene now, Valiant is just the technology available to everyday soldiers, civilians, and superheroes, supervillains is far more advanced than is available to either of the DC or the Marvel characters. Um, I think when it comes to I mean, look, I'll put it this way. Which one do you think is more advanced? A robotic suit or nanites injected into somebody's veins that make him invincible? Oh, uh, let me add to that. Evolving nanites. Uh, I'm, I'm not hand, I'm handicapping myself here. They're evolving nanites. So they evolve over time where you don't even need the bloodshed anymore. You just become the nanites, which becomes the gray swarm over the entire universe and eventually bloodshot beats himself, uh, which is great. I, I, I love that fight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that, thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Um, but when it, also when it, when it comes down to it, also I, I kind of anticipated you were going to go back on involving Bruce Wayne into it. Uh, Cause like I said, Bloodshot has more at his disposal than no, Bruce Wayne for me. all the uh, DC universe. And um, I, I think when it comes to just Bloodshot, like, like you said, on the first encounter, it would more than likely go to Bloodshot. The second encounter, it would probably be closer. I don't think it would be as clear-cut, definite Batman Beyond, strictly because, again, we're talking about a, not just a suit, but a being, a human-ish. I think it would just practically fall under superhuman, um, although he's more technology than human. But someone who is his own suit versus someone who has to wear a suit in order to act like a superhero that on his own, sure, take him out of the suit. He's still been trained by Batman. He's still on the level with at least Tim Drake and could still be taken down by someone like Bloodshot. Uh, you also brought up, even if you didn't have Bruce Wayne, there would be a mind wipe. I think that would be a bad move because look at what's happened every single time Bloodshot's had his mind wiped. He goes from being Bloodshot to being a superhuman Punisher. He has his own morals which restrict him from killing. Typically, whenever he gets his mind back, 
he wakes up in a puddle of blood and a bunch of body parts. And kind of, it's like the night after where you kind of like don't know what happened, but you kind of don't want to know what happened because you can see the aftermath. And it doesn't Stay look like whenever he's drinking. <laughs> so I think when it comes to mind wiping, you take away the one thing that Terry would be relying on, and that would be Bloodshot's morals, and you'd be handing the reins over to the Nemites, which would then have no remorse in ripping Terry limb from limb. And I think that's probably that's exactly fair. what would happen. So I think, if anything, Terry, especially if he did have Bruce in his ear, would say, Terry, get out of there. And if he didn't have Bruce in his ear, as bold and brash as Terry is, he would probably have to run away. And even coming back for the second round, that's when we would get the real fight. And that's when they would probably go head to head. Because I honestly do not think with the physical strength, the agility, the nanites, the healing factor, I don't think Terry, one, would be dumb enough to take that on without knowing anything about him. And two, even after he did and came back, I still don't think it would be a clear cut fight between the two. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I'm reminded of an episode of Justice League where they're facing these, um, what is it called, dark hearts, these alien robots or whatever, where it's kind of like a scary AI thing. And so if, if, we're, de if we're dealing with Rob's, um, Rob's Batman Beyond, we're dealing with Terry when he's like 40 years old at the peak of his prime and all that, you know, with Bruce Wayne being dead. And so I'd imagine after 30 years of being Batman's apprentice, you would have gone through every single file that you could possibly imagine and known about the equivalent of nanites. There's imagine about two ways that could go. Uh, either they live in the same dimension and then you just tap into the computer bank's resources to look up everything you know on Bloodshot and the nanites and the program that developed it, or he's from a completely different dimension and he's going to have to evaluate how everything came into being, how he exists, how he functions. And in the end, he's going to find out that he's still basically human at heart. While he might remember some things, while he might forget others, he'll still look at him as a human being, not as a robot. Bloodshot will be a killer through and through. And even when he's pinned down and after he's shot up, torn apart, uh, where the Nanites Knight now take over, he's now in survival mode. He is still going, Terry rather, will look at, uh, at Bloodshot as a human being and look at him with empathy. And rather than try and kill him, which is what Bloodshot will try and do through and through, Bloodshot will over be overcome with anger. And what happens when you get angry more than anything else? You make mistakes. And Bloodshot makes a hell of a lot of mistakes when he gets angry. And yeah. Terry doesn't want to kill him. He just wants to trap him. Because in the end, they're both good guys and they just need to have a talk. And yeah. after they have that talk, hey, they're both good. But yeah. in the end, it will be Batman that captures him. That uh, always yeah. happens. That's just how the story beat goes yeah and collector if you um would you agree that if they're in the same universe that this is um terry mcginnis and all that batman this that this is batman we're talking about that he would have batman would have detailed files on bloodshot and everything he knows so this wouldn't be even this even this was a stumble upon each other fight he would be aware of, of bloodshot and all his capabilities that it would be and a you know, fight like almost like it was round two he was already prepared for him you know he just knows how to fight him would you would you agree, agree to that I think, 
I think that brings up an interesting dynamic because if we bring that into play, we have to ask, why are they fighting? Because in my opinion, if we're going to have this in any sort of believable way, if if it happened in a comic book, we would have to go. We'll, we'll just say one reason: the gun. If Bloodshot has a gun that's all a Batman, any Batman, doesn't matter any Batman who it is, whether it's Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne, freaking Terry McGinnis, he, uh, he sees a gun, he goes, bad guy, that, that's all he needs to say. <laughs> Communicate every comic fight. Jason Todd. Mm, okay. That's all I got to um, say, Jason Todd. Look at Punisher. He's still alive. No, no superhero that... Every superhero pretty much would be capable of at least incapacitating Punisher. No one's killed him yet. Why? No one's killed Jason Todd, and he's right under Batman's nose. Why? So I don't think I don't think it would be as simple as Terry going to take down Bloodshot. And I think, like I said, or at least as I was starting to say, that would bring up an interesting dynamic because not only would Batman Beyond know about Bloodshot, Bloodshot would know about Batman Beyond. So they would both have some idea of who each other are. And in my opinion, I would rather have Batman oh, Beyond know who I am than Bloodshot because Bloodshot knows who you are. It's probably because you're about to die. <laughs> and if I had Bloodshot coming after me, I I would be scared. If I had Batman Beyond coming after me, I'd be like, all right, go ahead, take me in. Batman Beyond's not going to kill you. Bloodshot will. And when it comes to this dynamic, if Terry goes after Bloodshot, which... I don't think he'd be dumb enough to do, especially when Bloodshot is at least trying to be hero. If he did go and try to say, look, you're too dangerous, we're going to have to bring you in. Well, I mean, I know it's somewhat of an un unfair comparison, but look at how many times that's tried to be done to people like the Hulk or Superman. People die. A lot of people die. Typically, the first ones that die are the ones trying to capture him. So I think if you try to capture Bloodshot or alternately, Bloodshots has mind wiped again, and some government wants Terry dead because it's it's Batman Beyond. And of course, he's he's going to be a top threat to ninety nine point nine percent of top companies. That if they had the money, would have somebody killed. Terry would be up there, not just because of who he is, but also because he's probably inherited Batman's fortune. He probably has all the money that Bruce has to be able to continue that legacy. So a lot of people are going to want Terry dead. And if someone managed to get their hands on Bloodshot, turn off his morals, prepare him for someone like Terry, and at that point, they would be able to specifically write his nanites to become basically a Terry buster. Like a gigantic human flesh suit of armor built out of nanites specifically designed to kill Batman Beyond. And at that point, I think that's bad news for Terry and anybody that gets in his way. So I, I think any way we try to cook it, it would be it, it wouldn't be very good for Terry. And at the very least, Terry would try to keep his keep Bloodshot at arm's length. And I think with someone like Bloodshot, someone as fast, skilled, and powerful, that's not something you can help. Interesting. Good point. Good point. <sighs> Let's just put it this way. Ooh. Up to and including even Superman. They're all just one bad day and one dead girlfriend, one dead wife, one dead brother, one dead friend away from snapping and becoming the very most terrible, horrifying creature that they have always been thought of to begin with. And this is why the Taskmaster has a rule. No women, no kids, no partners, because all that does is make them become your arch nemesis. 
And if you take somebody away from Terry, you go after Terry? That is probably the worst idea that could possibly be thought of by any supervillain, let alone Bloodshot, an actual anti-hero will say it, but he's still trying to be a hero. And due to that fact, we're still going to throw it back to Terry because now Terry has nothing left to lose and a science armor that can do basically anything a writer wants it to. Cool. I just have one more thing to say to that, and I, I think I'll pretty much be done with the argument. Okay. It pretty much says itself is, um, I think you're trying to make Terry Bruce. Terry is not Bruce. Terry will never be Bruce. And there's a reason why even Dick Grayson has never lived up to Bruce Wayne's legacy. And that's because nobody is Bruce Wayne, not even Terry McGinnis. And I think if Bloodshot wants somebody dead, he doesn't have to go after your girlfriend. He shoots you in the face and then he walks away. And I think as soon as he yeah. has Terry in his sights, he's going to go after Terry, put a bullet in his brain and walk away. And unlike Bloodshot, Terry's not going to get up from that. Bloodshot is his own man. He has no standards to live up to other than the military. He's no longer in the military. He has no master but to himself. Terry McGinnis has to live in the shadow of Batman, the greatest ninja who ever lived, one of the greatest superheroes who ever lived, one of the founding members of the Justice League. This is the life he has to live under, the cloud, the shadow of this man, this god, this monolithic person, the standards of which were so high that he has to try and bring himself every day when he wakes up out of bed to put on his socks to go and fight crime, that he knows that he's not good enough. So he always has to try better. And because of that, no, he's no Bruce Wayne. He's better than Bruce Wayne. Awesome. Well, very good arguments and all that. Although to argue against you, I'd say that as as a Bruce Wayne's son, just like Damian Wayne, he can be, he might not be Bruce Wayne entirely, but sometimes the son can outshine the father. So you never know throughout history. All right. So well, no one has any unbiased representation there. I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, I'm well, going to try to throw it to you here. I want you to win. I know. Yeah. Well, I just, I'm just, I just, that's why I'm a host. I will side with both of you from time to time. But uh, yes, I'm a little more tilted one way or the other. That's why I don't vote unless there's a tie. So anyway, um, if no one has anything else to add, we will send it back over to the comic collector for a closing statement. Do you have anything else to add, Rob? Since I'm pretty My sure you said Superman. Uh, I mean, Clark, uh, not Clark Kent. Superman. Yeah. Uh, forget the Clark Kent. Uh, Christ, you already know. Uh, vote Batman. <laughs> All right. Okay. We'll send her away to Comic Collector for a closing statement. Take her away. So, uh, in closing aside, I'm not going to try to rehash anything that's already been said because I think at this point, after this episode and the last one that I had, Bloodshot kind of speaks for himself and what he's capable of. Uh, and when it comes to why he does what he does, well, while Terry has to live up to the shadow of Bruce Wayne, he hasn't he doesn't have the expectations that or he doesn't have the motivation in my opinion that bloodshot does because bloodshot's reason for doing what he does is because he died and he woke up a killing machine with his family gone and 
It's just him. He's not going to go back. He has no one to go back to. And he woke up to basically having been used by governments to kill people. So he's been, he has this horrible weight on his shoulders of having killed many innocent people. Something that does not sit with him, obviously, because that's why he's an anti-hero and not just a villain. He's killed a lot of innocent people. And even though it wasn't his conscience that it, it wasn't his consciousness that was doing that, it was still him and he feels the need to make up for that. And that's something he feels he can never do, especially when it happens in basically every storyline that he's in. So he has that to make up for. He's not going into it feeling like he has something to live up to, which can make you brash and stupid. He's going into it feeling like he has a world of good to do because he feels like he's done a world bad. And when it comes to that mixed with Bloodshot's abilities and the ruthlessness that Bloodshot can have, whatever it is that set Terry in his sights or set Terry in Bloodshot's sights, who knows? Either way, I don't think it's going to turn out particularly well for Terry, given all that Bloodshot has at his disposal and for what Bloodshot's reasonings are behind it. And that's about all I can offer in terms of Bloodshot, but I think all day long, whether it's the first fight, second fight, third fight, it's at least going to be a tough fight that Bloodshot's gonna walk out of. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Comic Collector, for arguing in Bloodshot. Rob Worst with Batman Beyond. What does he have to say? So, Batman Beyond. Here we are with the final argument. At this point, I'm gonna just have to rest because Terry McGinnis has been living his entire life up to a code, a code in which nobody dies on his watch. Everybody gets saved, nobody gets lost. And because of this, I will take you down if I need to, Bloodshot, even if it means my life. And because of that, Batman wins. My name's Terry McGinnis. I am Batman. Nice. I'm just going to highlight this, Rob. It doesn't get much. I want to go see your movie now. Yeah. So, all right. Thank you guys very much. So, anyone, if you're still in the chat who hasn't voted, please. Head over. The link's been dropped several times. Here he goes. I look forward to seeing how this how this ends up. But uh, as we can see, I'm gonna. If I had to vote, I'm a little um, biased, you know. So I, I got my nine point eight. You may be biased, but that doesn't mean you have to be stupid. I would crack <laughs> that hell open just like the gentleman over here, who I have immense Thank respect you. for. You had a great Thank argument. You. Great arguments all around. Yeah, that, I that was think so. going into it, it. It's such a close fight because they're so similar, and they're similar in their tech, the their powers, the reason they have their powers, and the fact that they have outside people that can be the biggest help and sometimes the key to them getting out of tight situations. So even though they come from different universes, uh, similar time periods. I, I believe Bloodshot was a little bit, or quite a bit before um because i think terry was early 2000s um but they're, they're so similar it would be such a hard fight but it, it just for, for me of course are already arguing but i have to come up with a good reason 
and um, it's it's hard fighting for someone that you don't believe would win. And I think mm-hmm. I think kind of Bloodshot would have an edge over Terry, but I, I really think it could go either way depending on the day, honestly. Well, let's find yeah. out today. All right. That's so right. who who comes out ahead? So we got Batman Beyond versus Bloodshot. So the results are Bloodshot six, Batman Beyond three. I got Rob, thoroughly thrashed. You struck out again, Rob. I am sorry about that. And I would have sorry. You would have been six to four, obviously, if I had voted, obviously, but oh well. I gave Batman Be- Batman Beyond his first chance, his best, his first chance. He made it into round two because of me, and all that. So he just didn't make it. No champion, no one's, no official love, I guess, for Batman Beyond. Everyone's all Batman apparently. So I don't congratulations on a Batman Beyond one either. <laughs> I don't either. It's okay. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> so yeah, well, congratulations, comic collector. You will move on to the next round where you'll be facing either Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles or Captain Britain, I believe, is one of your two potential opponents. So Man, I was scared about Batman Beyond, but the next one, I, I, I've got to say, I, I don't think it's it's at all going to be difficult for Bloodshot. You don't think it's going to be difficult at all for either one of those? Especially not, not a turtle. <laughs> if he can fight, if he can fight what is practically like a perfectly trained ninja turtle with a super suit, I think he's going to have a trouble with Michelangelo. Yeah. Are you fighting Michelangelo or Leonardo? Either one, the, whichever. The character well, fight Leonardo, you know, he's going to die anyway, so you might as well be the one to do it, right? Yeah. Ouch. The character <laughs> Southern Comic Geek. Southern Comic Geek chose Michelangelo. So there's only, unlike, unlike unlike season one, I made sure that if it was part of a team, you picked one turtle. And Southern picked Michelangelo. So that's the character you'll be facing if he wins against Captain Britain. So, but yeah, yeah def- I definitely believe it was closer than the scorecard too. You know, I do, th- I do think there might have been a slight edge and all that. You know, that's another, just like the other, um, potential exhibition matches I have been dreaming up, like a Magneto versus Static Shock. I thought those two were on the relatively same playing field, you know, where their powers are concerned. So we'll have to see if I I get to create that one with with two guests outside the season two or season three, whenever it happens. So anyway, thank you very much again, Rob, for joining us and being the substitute. Thank you for having me, Matt. No problem. Yeah, you're more than welcome to be a substitute anytime <laughs> and all that. So always fun. Yeah. So just the guy who did want to do it just felt it wasn't fair to take up the mantle again after I had argued it or someone else had argued it and just wouldn't be fair. He thought, I don't know exactly why he thought that. So I was like, okay, if you really don't want to do it, I will let Maybe it. They had a date with a four hour Justice League movie. Uh, I'm sorry, Joyless League movie. I'm sorry, I'm butchering the title on that. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you had well. it right the second time. You had it right the second time. You were fine. <laughs> so, yeah, and congratulations again, Comic Collector. I'll look forward to next round and all that, where I believe you will be part of the semifinals next go around. So, it won't be the finals. It'll be part of the semifinals. So, congratulations. I, I honestly I have to admit, I didn't know Bloodshot, like I said, I didn't know Bloodshot really at all. And I had little faith in the character because I didn't know him that he would make it very far. So, 
you are definitely showing that I've underestimated this character. So well, you know, when you first released those brackets, I was the first one to get with you, and I wanted Bloodshot, and there's yeah. a reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like Bloodshot. I read him when I was going through a really dark period through life. So yeah, I, I like Bloodshot. Oh yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah, well, can't wait to do it. Yep, fun show, definitely fun show. So do either of you want um have anything else on your channels or coming up here you want to give a shout out to before we sign out of here? You go first. Um, nothing really on my uh my channel. I haven't uploaded in, in quite a while. Um for you know a few reasons. Um just i didn't feel like engagement was huge so mainly i'll just come on here because i feel like the engagement is, is a lot better um but i suppose you can uh, expect uh, if you do want to see stuff on my channel please do let me know uh because like i said i wasn't getting that much feedback so if you do want to see uh weekly because i was doing weekly hauls if you want to see there's some over there so you can kind of see what to expect and if you like it let me know give me some feedback and i can start those back up again it'd give me a reason to go down on this long box of new books I have to read uh, and give you all some opinions from week to week. But um, if you want to see anything from me, just let me know. You can wall tour or whatever. I have some collection updates that you can see, but I yeah, have some new stuff that I'd love to show you off. Yeah, he has some great stuff up there behind him, so i definitely give him a shout-out and ask to see those books up close. Rob, what about you? Anything happening on your end? I swear to God, looking at his wall over there, and I'm going like, yeah, look at this. I have this. This just went to like $50 this week. And over here, I'm going, Jesus Christ, he has like a fantastic 448, 49, and 50, and the 52. And oh my God, I'm, I fail at comic collecting. <laughs> really? I look at both your, I mean, I mean, I, I look at com, com, comic collectors over there and I go, yeah, I see some stuff I want and some stuff I'm kind of jealous of a little bit. <laughs> And then I see the Library of Congress on your end of comic books. You know, I'm like, I want that shit. And I look back here going, yeah, I got a wall and some stuff here. And not bad, not bad. And in fact, my the only thing I have to really shine about is my ASM collection. Everything else is, oh, how cute. He collects comic books. Look at that. Well, you've only been collecting for how long? Oh, two and a half years, almost, you know, that's, almost three. That's incredible. I mean, all this comes from, I'm, I'm 21. And I grew up, my dad loved comics, so I got his books and i've been collecting my whole life so all of these books come from the last 21 years of my life and, and thanks dad oh awesome God, stuff, right that. and uh you've managed to get some awesome stuff in just two years so for yeah. you know what you've accomplished it's, it's absolutely incredible i mean at two years you can't expect to have uh a lot of the books that you've already attained fantastic 448 49 50 amazing one a page at least of amazing 15 or so i mean you have a lot of books that even for two years for people that have been collecting for decades don't have i'll tell you my secret when i get into new hobby 200 percent, and i don't know where to stop there you go <laughs> yeah. so you what have to it all. It all. i want it all <laughs> what do you want goal. i want that i want that i want that i want that yeah yes Yes. That's yes. I want it all. Did you but, get the bill? But, no, you don't understand me. All of it. Yes. Yeah. But that's yeah. I know what I said. Do you know what I said? Yes. And then all I look at I look at the monthly statement at the end of the month going. <laughs> I should have said just two. <laughs> I should have said no. Nice. 
I'll think of it this way. So uh, anybody watching the news over here with South Beach, how that they've been closing this crap down here because of the wild partying? Well, it's kind of like if you go partying all weekend and you look at your bank statement the following week and you go, hey, that was a good time. I have nothing to show for it other than a really bad headache. I know those times. It's the reason why I don't have the kind of books that this gentleman does over here now. Uh, yeah. But I was still reading all the new stuff that was coming out from week to week to week to week to week to week for 30 years, even through the dark times. But I yeah. should have been picking up books like that. Wow. AKA the early 2000s. But I mean, one thing I can say is I might not have agreed with everything they did, but Trump and Biden have really significantly added to my comic book collection. Yeah, I gotta gotta hand to the stimulus. I've I've luckily I've used my stimulus money to hack away at bills that I would have, it would take me years to pay off because I got a little out of control in my spending because I was learning how to control myself. So after the after I get my you know I I'm still gonna do it. So I only have about a thousand or whatever left to pay off on one card, and then I will officially be where I want to be and I can restart over again with full control because just this just this morning or just yesterday i was looking at a asm 129 going yes no yes no yes no yes no <laughs> get my phone away from me <laughs> so but when my taxes come in i will be my tax refund comes in i will be using part of that so that's my that's my condition myself my stimulus money is gone to pay for my cards and then my tax refund will be towards one or two books off my 2021 wish list. So I'm thinking of ASM 6, 7, 121, 25 of ASM. One of those books that are more pricey down there, early books. So we'll see what I end up doing. So sometime in, say, in the next two months or so, you'll see me unbox another big book from my want list. So. I would say you wait after about two months because people spending all the money that are stimulus related, they're going to blow most of it within the first two months and then go, oh God, maybe I kind of overspent on a lot of things. And then you might wind up seeing one of those things that you've been looking for, for a bit less, one would hope. Yeah, so it's the last, last two and a half years have been a hard fought battle of constraint <laughs> and I'm making progress finally. Impulse control isn't an easy thing amongst us. I don't want control. <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, before I let everyone go and all that, I will give a shout out for, for me. Um, sub all of us up here. If you're not if you're not subbed up any of our channels, I would please please ask that you sub us up. You know, Rob Wurst, comic collector here, and particularly me. You know, I work hard making this, these knockouts here, and if I can get up to a thousand subscribers, speaking of Fantastic Four forty nine. This will be the prize for when I get to a thousand subscribers. But you have to be a subscriber to my channel or you don't get it. So, <laughs> so that is the rule. And so there's a contest video I have called um, my drive to a thousand challenge. It's you know on the main screen there. Most of my videos have the link to the video where all the rules are there. In fact, one of the rules is you know, right here. You do make a live stream of my video and you do the hashtag. So anyone can enter if they're subscribed to my contest and you get extra entries just by coming <laughs> into my channel and showing support with the hashtag so speaking of since i can't type in chat can i just say the hashtag <laughs> yeah you all that yeah i can do it there too so you know comic collector <laughs> since i won that's plus 50 entries right no 
So there you go. I officially entered you. So. And just one for me, just so I can crack that out live and keep saying your name on repeat for like the duration of two hours of my show. Instead of me speaking, I'm going to go, Matt, Mr. Comics 89. Rob, what do you think about this book? Matt. Matt. <laughs> Matt. Man, that sure is nice. It. Where's my screwdriver? You talking about cracking it. I'm going to have an extra rule that says it goes to no home where it gets cracked open. <laughs> my, mine mine was cracked open. It can breathe. It's perfect. It's awesome. My babies are wrapped in plastic and they're not red. <laughs> it's very red. I can see a lot of it on the cover. Well, technically, yes, because uh cover is attached and completely split. So <laughs> that's why I... My Silver Surfer 1 up there. You know, I kind of my, my comic book, my favorite comic books are kind of like my children, my, my my philosophy to children and parenting. They should be wrapped in plastic and never heard from again. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean when you like what what does that mean when you sell a book? They're your children. That means he, for him, selling a book's like saying he believes in abortion up to the third trimester of high school. That's that's just me going, 13 men that never existed. <laughs> Kids, look, I love you, but Dad's got bills to pay. You're gonna have to go with this nice man. He'll take care of you. If I get the money, I may be able to buy you back. I I love you very much. Sorry about that. I love you very much. Forty nine, but forty eight's better. He, you know, older brother's better. So, um, it looks like it sounds like my wife's home from all that. So I'm gonna go let you guys go. Thank you guys very much for joining me. Happy Watch Not Near Mint on Wednesday. We got Tom Payer joining us. Yeah. All right. So thank you very much, Comic Collector, for joining. Thank you, everyone in the chat, for joining and voting. Till next time, see you guys later. Happy collecting, everyone. Roll number one.